Hello again, everybody. Welcome back. How are you all feeling? Are you feeling more grounded, more integrated in your awareness? Feeling shifts in your reality. Feeling a greater sense of peace. Well, the contrasting theme of this episode podcast today, <laughs> connected with peace and harmony, is that sometimes what we're looking for, we're questing for, we're pursuing, pursuing a sense of self, worthiness, external solution to our perceived problem. But the greatest solution when we're trying to find something, find or add to self, is actually to destroy the self. The idea that we pursue our own destruction. So that's a bit of a, a different premise, isn't it? <laughs> Either the peace, the path of all understanding, the, the peace you feel in awareness, doesn't come through piling up what Castaneda will call the, the inventory of identity. Peace comes through detaching from identity. And in effect, through detaching from identity, we're connecting the link of awareness. Peace, love, presence. But to get to that point, for me personally, just be reflecting on this as I've been meditating on a few projects I'm going to bring into manifestation this year. More writing projects connected with the pathway of awakening and sorcery and shamanism that built on some of the works I completed last year around works based on the podcast and being and awareness and presence but also tie that in with the the quest of Christ conscious awakening and the transition for me from corporate guy to walking a Camino, a spiritual pilgrimage, and then this deep desire to want to step into my power, but finding on that pathway, that quest that, that I've been meditating about, and everything that happened to me on that journey to get to this point, was I, this triggered the spirit, that I had this belief that I was pursuing something. I was pursuing external worth. And everywhere I went and in all the relationships I had and fostered and was developing, as I was collapsing the old identity, I felt I needed to replace it with another one. I was trying to find an equally pleasing, proving identity, one that felt more in line with my heart, my passion, my purpose, and awakening of creativity and writing. But ultimately what was happening this trick of the spirit, this dust in the connecting link that Casanova talks about, was I was being led to my own destruction of the ego, of the identity. But if you tell someone before they go out on a journey, <laughs> and this, you may be simply related to this with the awakening journey. That's why we don't, we don't tend to get advanced notice of the spiritual awakening. I think there's a famous quote off Erdeka Tolle, say or in quoting someone else if i found out what if, if if people knew what spiritual awakening was they wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole or 10-foot barge pole but we don't get that notice of the awakening do we 
we don't get what's going to happen. The awakening happens, and then we get the steps of how to deal with it. And ultimately, yes, it does provide greater peace. The thoughts begin to change, but it's not from the pursuit or pursuit of self, or an individual finding of self. The self that is found is the selfless, is my experience, is the awareness, is the the perception of awareness beyond time and space and even name. And while a name and a form and expression has a function in the world of forms of reality, the ability to thrive within that reality is connected with Casanova again, or never got up. Not from a manifestation purpose only, but from a Christ conscious I am purpose is it a lot with that I am? Detachment from needing to be better or worse than who we previously were or are or others. It's this complete detachment from identity. So examples of this, I would say, and yeah, I feel it's gonna come into a deeper sense of clarity as I've already been talking a little bit about the subconscious mind, which is an effect that, that connection to the spirit, spirituality, the I am. To dust the link to the spirit, to connect to our intuition, to re, what would you call it, recalibrate, awaken our heart, our, our heart essence, which was there when we were a child, but as we get, move into adolescence and more the conceptual mind, to get back into that space, we've got to break the concepts, don't we? Break the reliance on concepts. And while an awakening experience does break that, this epiphany, this satori, this desire to want to explain it is still in the conceptual layer. Because we want to understand it. We want to, but we get to this point where we, we move and we want to understand what next, what next, because that the identity has a reliance on um, the known. <laughs> so we get drip fed these steps from the, from the spirit, from our intuition, from our heart, and we move forward in these directions. And this is going to be the crux of this journey that I'll, I will likely write about and share this year. But the first step of this, after the after the Camino experience, which is my last book, Awareness, a meeting Mary Magdalene, it, it reaches this point where, okay, you, you finish the Camino to Santiago and you're at the crux of two worlds. So you can try to replace the existing inventory of the corporate guy and bring more awareness into that or go in a completely different direction. And the direction I take is to quit corporate and go to the unknown, really develop and integrate that hard awareness. But the space of this to facilitate hard awareness and moving in a whole different direction is what's going what's gonna to be the carrot that moves the rabbit forward in this year of the rabbit? What is going to keep moving us forward? We, there's got to be some type of belief system, isn't there? And... For some, it's peace, a sense of peace, a, thought, a sense of worthiness, a sense of unconditional love. And while they are all the result, the eventual result, the meaning of, of them needs to be refrained before we can even receive them. The importance that we might place in them, we, we think we, we, we find the worth, the love, the peace, to the external achievement. But the achievement doesn't create the solution to the worth. It's almost like the worth, the love, the peace, <laughs> is in losing attachment to the journey. 
losing attachment to either the achievements that lead to the journey, lead to the eventual fulfillment. But that's the trickery, isn't it? That's the shaman's path that Casanova and Don Juan talk about. That, and the, the process of spiritual awakening that we wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot barge pole if we knew what we're involved in. Because it's, it's not in alignment with an identity. It's, it's a fulfillment of one's destruction of identity. It's more akin to Shiva than it is to Vishnu or Brahma. In the triverting tradition of Hindu, Hinduism, the masculine perspective that is, along with the feminine counterparts of Parvati, Sarvati, Lakshmi, the, the Devi, Durga, that there's the preservation of Vishnu, preserve that, that perception of self. There's the creativity of Brahma, which is creating a new self. And there's the destruction of Shiva, that was destroying the self. But if the self, the identity is one that is like what seems to be the majority, at least it was in my present reality, corporate, that is, is dependent on, on conditional worth, competition, this consistent sense of lack of grandness and worthiness, to preserve an identity that is destructive to our, our heart, our body, our awareness, <laughs> we, we need to facilitate more of the she there is, don't we? The Shiva is destroying the self that should not be preserved. The faulty weeds or the belief systems that are, will lead to that destruction. So even the, the preservation of the negative identity is actually inviting Shiva in. And once Shiva is brought in to destroy, then Brahma is allowed to create better belief systems to preserve a, a more equalised identity that's identity-less. It has a form, has a function, has a name. But even its purpose is like to live in the moment. The purpose is to ultimately the, to share the purposelessness of identity, to live in harmony with the Tao. So it's such a strange realisation, that, but it can't get there from identity. So the Vishnu part of me of wanting to preserve an identity, but to change it, can't necessarily understand that when I'm trying to find a new identity, find a new purpose, find this unconditional love, peace, worthiness, it's not going to come through replacing the identity. While there will be a transformation from it, the transformation of what we become on that awakening journey is not from attachment to the identity, it's through detachment of it. The Buddhism idea that detachment is the solution to suffering. Because detachment is the root of all suffering. But this is the interesting premise that it doesn't make conceptual sense to an identity that's reliant on concepts, reason. But that's kind of the point. The point of the spiritual awakening is, is to release attachment to reason and identity. That we allow the magical magician high process frequency back into our reality, which is not reason, which is Taoism, which is I am, which is ability to create the reality through our imagination rather than our thoughts, which are generally conditioned by an external identity. So this is where it's still the marrying of, of Shida and, and Shakti, of Brahma and Vishnu with Shida and Parvati, Sarvati, Lakshmi, the feminine, this balancing of masculine and feminine forces. 
is the embodiment of I am. The embodiment of the state of conscious beyond identity. But for someone who goes to an awakening experience and then is wanting to necessarily rebuild the identity, pursue us, and that's, that can come through. So let's say that love is a solution. We, we realize intuitively that love is the answer. We want to feel love. If we pursue the love in the external, if we rely, if we replace the inner truth, the identity of how we find love, and we define love as through another person, we're actually pushing that other person away. So we can attract them from an unconditional perspective, but once we place conditions on them, even on wealth and abundance and homes and possessions, all of these I've attracted and all of these have dissolved for me when I've put conditions on them. Because there was still a dependency. And while we might think that's such a challenging experience to go through, that destruction is all through our own preservation. If we want to rebuild the garden, rebuild the home, fertilise new growth with the Brahma Vishnu aspect to, to create so that we can facilitate an identity that is identityless, one that's loving, unconditionally loving, unconditionally worthy, unconditionally abundant. We've got to uproot those beliefs and merit conditions, don't we? But the ability to uproot them is through meeting them head on. So it seems to me this is the trickier of the spirit. The, 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 the Carlos Castaneda don't want to talk about that Sharma tradition, the process of awakening. The, the spirit knocks. The awareness is knocking, and it's knocking through the suffering and the experience of our reality. And it's the grand old day of Bill Murray, where he's, he's fed up, you know, he's frustrated, he keeps pursuing with identity. And then he gets this very clear manifestation of repetition of the same day. The same day keeps repeating, keeps on loop. And he can try different things. He, 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 he looks at the external. He tries to change certain circumstances. He tries to win the, the woman, Andy, played by Andy McDowell. He gets to know what she's passionate about, her interest. He becomes what he, he thinks is her ideal man. He has multiple days to repeat this because it's the same day repeating over and over again. He's thinking she will be the answer to his, his worth. But eventually, after days of this of that nauseam and this, this suffering comes to the surface, he begins to, there's enough awareness shifted, there's enough conditions that have been lifted from this need to pursue identity that it's like this whole new fold of awareness is coming where he focuses on how can I improve the, the external circumstances without attaching to myself? How can I improve them ultimately not by changing but through feeling good within me? And it's a double-edged sword. Once he starts to look at how I can help and be of service, he starts to feel the unconditional service within. So the day begins to change. The manifestations begin to improve. And eventually the loop is broken. But this wouldn't make sense to someone who, even if they've had an awakening experience, and they've, okay, we're, we're all connected. There's this oneness. We can, we can use the law of attraction to get things, which is great. And we can, reality reflects some of our thoughts and beliefs about it. But if we're needing that, if we're needing reality to be better, to be worthy, we're still stuck in the condition of need as a dependency. We're still inviting Shiva in. 
we still need to dissolve and destruct until we don't need it. We don't need the things because we're already worthy. Pretty much, I think that's all I could say on this short, not the short episode podcast today. But this is such an interesting space. You can't necessarily understand it before you, you move forward. You know, like Frodo and the Shire, the, the metaphorical fool or pilgrim, if he had known what he was going to do before he left the Shire, would he have left it? Would him and Sam and Mary and Pippin have left, knowing what was involved? Would the door have closed on them? Would they have been really willing and ready to do those things at that limited level of consciousness? And while the full energy is a powerful energy because it is the much connected with the heart, it's still relatively childlike. And it's dependent on others, like Gandalf, like Aragorn. It needs other people. It still has a neediness to it. But it's, it needs to rely on the, on, the, on the divine, the spirit, to move through it. Awareness. But this is it. <laughs> because it's a limited consciousness, that has this need as a dependency, hasn't yet matured, it's unlikely, despite how brave it's really be going to the unknown, it's not very good at dealing with the known. The fool doesn't, couldn't deal with the known if they knew what was involved in. Throda wouldn't lead the Shire if he knew what was involved in at that level of consciousness. That's why the awakening journey through the initiate, you can't know what's involved before you have to go down the, the rabbit hole. With, like with Alice or Neo, you can't necessarily be willing to do something that's that identified with suffering to an identity that places conditions on that identity reality. But what you find, if you take the first step forward on the journey, you gradually grow through that journey. You allow more awareness into the heart. And through a fool that's already there and connected to the heart, it's not so much only pure living from the heart. They need to, to deal with reality, which is outside the Shire, which is more of the heart settling, to deal with a world that has a lot more conditions on it. You've got to learn to deal with the conditions. You've got to purify the conscious, the identity that can, while it can function in the heart, it has to bring enough awareness to deal with people that are not necessarily in that same heart or heart space. And in this space, <laughs> you can, might discover, or at least it is the Throno, how much you can achieve through, purely through trusting in life, being in the present moment, not putting limitations on everything in front of you. Thanks again for being a part of this, and bye for now.